For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. Shut the fuck up. It's time to podcast. Max, what's going on? Hey, did you not hear that I was away from my computer or you just decided to start I started without you. I wanted to see if you could make it. I I did. I absolutely did. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) You guys are great. Appreciate that. You know, I I do the Sunday show with Maxie and and at the end of every single episode, full disclosure here, he uh, abruptly ends so he can go run and take a shit. Hmm. Just kills it and I, runs. I, yeah, that, that's it. You know, I I only uh, ran to take a piss before the show because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to have to be bursting uh, while, while talking uh, sports cabal with you guys. And, you know, uh, thanks. Thanks for starting. Yeah. Appreciate well, you said 30 it. seconds. I gave you about 42. No, it was le- it was less than 30 oh, seconds. Oh, I don't know about. Oh, Panther. Panther knows a thing too, too about being less than 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, five times, five times. You know, speaking of, I'm, you're taking shot at my children's situation, but uh, great weekend. Got to watch my daughter get married. Had a great celebration on Saturday. Actually, did very well. My college picks and my football picks. We got one more football game to wrap up this weekend, and uh, we got a lot of questions, right, Max? I'm gonna ask all the questions. You don't get to ask questions anymore. Eh, fuck it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm just here so I don't get fired. Great. So in in great intros, Arch, uh, what is your uh, week seven touchdown? My week seven touchdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are your seven points for the week? Uh, seven points. Uh, six t- or let's see, three times I'm going to say, "God damn, the Packers suck." Three times I'm going to say, "God damn, the Buccaneers suck," and then extra point, Phillies, Eagles, or uh, Eagles and Giants. That's the uh, that's the cream of the crop in the NFC, right? I guess so. But hey, it's a great segue to my week seven touchdown. Point number one, I'm going to give you a brief history of the Green Bay Packers. Very brief. See, the Packers went 13 and three in 2019. They went 13 and three in 2020. Last year, the NFL did something crazy. They added another game to the season. Well, the Packers went 13 and four. Guys, the Green Bay Packers currently sit at three and four on the season after yesterday's 23 to 21 loss to the commanders. Now, sure. They could run the table and then win out the rest of the year, right? I mean, they could to, to get back to their 2019, 2020 and 2021 records. They could do that, right? But more than likely, I think this is a team that's going to struggle to make the playoffs. And I admit I'm not the right person to ring this death knell, but anyone who isn't as blind as a referee looking at you, chubby zebra <laughs> can see that this offense is absolutely broken. And Rodgers seems fed up with it. Now, on the flip side, Taylor Hanicki managed to get Washington a win. Now, I'm not sure, guys, if they completely changed the offensive line or gave him a bunch of new weapons, but Taylor Hanicki certainly outplayed the previous quarterback that was there in Washington. Yeah. Uh, as for Rodgers, he threw for under 200 yards for the second time this season. He has uh, yet to eclipse 260 yards all year, something that he did numerous, numerous times last year. So... Yeah, Green Bay Packers in trouble. Point number two, 
He's not the only old quarterback with a broken offense because you mentioned mm. it. Tom Brady and the Bucks scored three fucking points against a team that just dealt away their franchise running back. Panthers did not seem to miss McC- uh, McCaffrey that much at all. I mean, you could argue they spent a lot of time without him on the field the past few years anyway. <laughs> They're used to playing without Christian McCaffrey on the field. So uh, Chuba, by the way, I thought it was Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. He's had plenty of uh, reps in the, in the past to kind of take that lead position, lead back position away from McCaffrey. But he wasn't the only Panther that led uh, that tried to take that claim. Uh, Deonta, uh, Dante, Dante, Deonta, Deonta Foreman ran for 118 yards as the Carolina offense just just absolutely ran over this vaunted Bucks defense. But the story was the Panthers defense really uh, continually stopped the Bucks, held them to two and twelve on third down conversions. Uh, Jake Carmada punted the ball six times yesterday. Tampa now tied with Green Bay for ninth worst in punts attempt per game. That's that's a sign of broken offenses. If your if your team is punting a lot during the games, and Tampa and Green Bay ninth worst in the league the, uh, punting. Uh, Bucks still lead the NFC South with a three and four record. But listen to this: they take on the Ravens, Rams, and then a shockingly good Seahawks team in their next three games. Oof. Yeah, not good. Point number three, dangerous consequences. Russell Wilson missed yesterday's game with a hamstring injury. The result was the same for Denver. They lost another one, this time 16-9 loss to the Jets. But the difference is that Brett Ripien actually looked more comfortable in that offense than Russ has looked all year. Denver defense once again dominated, just absolutely dominated, holding the Jets at bay for the most part. Things got worse for New York. Sad, sad day. Um, lost rookie running back Brees Hall. Mm. It sucks. It looks like an ACL injury, so <clears throat> he could be done for a while. Uh, but listen, New York did just enough to pull out the win and improve to five and two on the season while dro- dropping Denver to two and five. This is not what they envisioned when they traded away and extended Russ to a huge deal. Uh, I think Wilson's going to get $27 million this year. Let's just pause there. He's going to get $27 million this year. That seems like a lot of money, guys, right? Yeah, it seems, seems like a fair amount. Yeah, the problem is that on average, throughout the rest of his contract, it's going to increase to $49 million a year. It's, it's looking doubtful that that deal is going to be fulfilled, though. Because point number four, Gino can do it better for a lot cheaper. <laughs> Gino's going to get paid $3 million this season. So far, he's thrown for 1,700 yards, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Russ has thrown for 1,400 yards, five TDs, and three interceptions. Hmm. Uh, No surprise, the Seahawks have been competitive all year then. They went to L.A. yesterday. absolutely smoked the fucking Chargers, 37-23. You know, that that 37-23 wasn't even as close as that. (laughs) That that, that last touchdown for the Chargers, uh, this should have been even worse. Uh, Seattle improved to 4-3 on the year. And after the Niners got their asses kicked by Kansas City, dropping them to 3-4, inconsistency with the Rams and Cardinals. It's not going to be shocking to say that the Seahawks could be the team that wins the NFC West. Point number five, Joe Burrow threw for three Justin Fields worth of games in one half. (laughs) And I'd like to say that's hyperbole, but it's actually just straight facts. In fact, Burrow ended with 481 yards, three touchdowns. Jeez, three touchdowns. Uh, Bengals beat the Falcons 35-17. A game featured some amazing fucking catches by Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and D. Higgins. Uh, Now, granted, listen, their opponent wasn't a great one. Though Atlanta has played tougher 
than we thought this year. So I can't really declare the Bengals as back. Oh, you must have re- you read form. me on the book club. Okay, I got you. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I can't really declare them being back to last season for them. They beat the fucking Falcons. But listen, the last few weeks have shown improvement. They're four and three. They're in the thick of it in the AFC. This is a team where, you know, they, they rode the 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 Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase train all the way to the fucking Super Bowl last year. So maybe they can get things together and do it again. Just not not quite ready to say, hey, this is the team to beat. Point number six, guys, we had the quarterback matchup of the season yesterday. Who was it? Quarterback matchup of the year. Come on, guys. We Arch, you I'm watch the game. Blank here. <laughs> you watch. You watch the game. Mahomes and Jimmy G. Chad Henney and Brock Purdy. <laughs> well, because, <laughs> you know, Kansas City was beating the shit out of San Francisco late in the game. And, and you know, a- adding C-Mac didn't seem to be enough for the Niners to keep up the Chiefs. Kansas City won 44 to 23. Isaiah Pacheco. Who is he, Arch? Isaiah Pacheco. It's just some running back. Just. Somebody they picked up just some random running back that Kansas City Chiefs picked up off the fucking scrap heap. And guess what? He outproduced C Mac yesterday. And I guarantee the Kansas City Chiefs did not have to spend a ton of fucking draft picks for him. Well, it's gotta feel familiar for him, though, you know? He went from Carolina to San Francisco and he's getting the shit kicked out of him. (laughs) Uh Mahomes had a great game, yada yada yada. Right? We know, we know that. You know what? Let's just give a big salute to the Chiefs defense. They sacked Jimmy G five fucking times. They got two interceptions. They got a forced fumble. Kansas City improves to five and two on the year. And as it stands, right now, it's the two and four Raiders that might be the biggest competition for them in the West. Just saying. Chargers, not so good. Denver. Yeah, we kind of all called that one, right? We all kind of didn't buy the Denver hype, right? Yeah. I thought they'd be better than the Raiders. Uh, my extra point is called an ode to Philadelphia. First off, congrats to Joe Girardi. I'm hoping you enjoy this World Series this year as you watch the Phillies take on the Astros. I mean, you did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing for the Phillies to get there. In fact, you getting fired was the catalyst that motivated them to play to their potential. So yeah, take pride in knowing that you, Joe Girardi, could not have been there. Uh, the, the Phillies could not have been there if it wasn't for you squandering their talent so fucking much. So fucking much that management said, hey, you know what? We got to fire this guy. Now, speaking of Philly, the Eagles had a bye this week, and it was probably their most difficult week all season. Yeah. <laughs> Philly has the 30th ranked strength of schedule this year. They're listed as the second luckiest team in the league. Trailing only guys. Who's the luckiest team in the league? Do you know? Ooh, no. Go. Gotta, yeah, six Gi- and one. Giants. The, the Giants, yeah. six and one. Yeah. But at least the Flyers aren't as shitty as I thought they'd be. So <laughs> there's my ode to Philadelphia. That is Max's week seven touchdown. All right, Panther. Uh, you, you would think Max and I actually like get together and talk about our points and what questions I'm going to ask because he about touched on every single thing that I'm going to ask questions about Panthers questions to ponder are number one, you've got the big three, right? We've got, there's no discrepancy. There's no debate. It's Buffalo. It's Kansas city. It's Philadelphia. Who is the closest team to those top three? Who's number four? Who can compete with those top three? I give you the Cincinnati Bengals. I know Max wants to overreact. I know Arch 
doesn't think they're that good, but damn it, if we didn't see everything that the Bengals were last year and everything they can be, we saw it yesterday. Question number two, NFC, Philadelphia Eagles all by themselves, they're number one. Who's the second best team in the NFC right now? I think the Seattle Seahawks are in that conversation, can make a compelling argument. I mean, Minnesota, the Giants, I put Seattle against those two. I'm not worried about those two. Question number three, do both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady miss the playoffs? It was kind of hard to touch on this because I've been shitting on both these teams for the last two weeks. I almost feel like I'm you know, kicking a dead horse here, but these two teams look like shit, and I don't see any way they're going to get better if you're Odell Beckham Jr., Maybe you go to uh, Green Bay because you could probably catch a lot of balls. But right now, I'd probably stay far, far away from these two teams. And question number four, at two and four, can can the Las Vegas Raiders still make the playoffs? I think there might be a chance as a wild card. Not going to win the division, but we did see that maybe they could uh, fix whatever ailed them. They came off that bye week, and they looked really, really good yesterday. So... Um, those are my questions. Which one would you guys like to tackle? I can go in order. I actually wrote them down this time as opposed to trying to remember them. So, you know, <laughs> uh, so who's number four in the league? You're asking, right? Um, I, I would argue that, um, maybe the New York jets. I mean, I, I'm not in love with the Jets' offense, and now that they lost their 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 running back, that was keeping them in the games. Um, but that defense is that's that, that that's an elite looking defense right now, and they keep getting better and better week to week. Um, I, I like the Jets as possibly the fourth best team. Um, the Titans, maybe the Titans. I'm I'm not I'm not really in love with the Titans either. I no. I would probably put the Jet I would probably put the Jets above the Titans, and and yeah, it's hard to argue. With the Seahawks, which brings you to number two, who is the second best team in the NFC? And God damn, yeah. Uh, I mean, the the Vikings would have to be it. I would say it's the Vikings right now, but but Seattle's right there. I like Seattle. Uh, number three, Brady and Rodgers, do they both miss the, miss the playoffs? I mean, I'd say no. <laughs> I'd say the NFC is so fucking shitty and so mediocre that at least one of them will make it in, possibly both. Uh, the, the South, I mean, who's winning the South? Yeah, Saints are two and five. Carolina's two and five. Atlanta's three and four. Who's winning South? Tampa Bay. Tampa Tampa Bay Bay by default. By default. Uh, And then at two and four, can the Raiders make the playoffs? Uh, I'd have to look at the schedule. On the surface, I would say yes, but let's see. They're at the Saints, winnable. At the Jaguars, winnable. Versus the Colts, winnable. At the Broncos, winnable. At Seahawks, eh, maybe. Versus the Chargers, winnable. At the Rams, winnable. Versus the Patriots, winnable-isk. At the Steelers, winnable. Versus San Francisco, versus Chiefs. eh. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Listen, I like this Raiders team uh, more so than uh, the Chargers at this point in time. I think the, the Raiders have shown more in a loss to the Chiefs last week. I mean, you beat the fucking Texans by 18. I'm not going to give you, you know, attaboys for that. But, um, I, you know, I, they, they play they a close loss, of, what, two-point loss to the Titans. Um, yeah, I, they should they should have beat the Chargers in week one. Remember when that comeback? So I think more of this Raiders team uh, than a lot of the other teams in the AFC. So I think there's a chance. So, Arch, how about you? Who First question, who is number four in the league? Um, let's... I'm kind of leaning more towards Dallas if they keep getting correct. They're looking, they're looking okay. Dak needs to, you know, get rhythm back. He needs to get his flow back. But if he does, 
Dallas could be the number four team. I don't know who else. I don't really trust Minnesota. I like the Jets. I don't love the Jets, so I don't think them. But I would I would lean towards Dallas. Um, Question number two. Then I guess that, that 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 answers it for you, right? The NFC would be Dallas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brady Rogers. I I still think Brady makes the playoffs, and that's it, right? Yeah. The Raiders. Raiders. You don't want to talk, talk about the Raiders. Oh, I don't care about the. Yeah, they could make the playoff. <laughs> they could make the playoffs. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, they, they they absolutely could. Those are all winnable games. But the Jets, the Dolphins. How many? How many wildcard teams go in now with the new format? Was it three wildcard three? teams? Three wildcards. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Nope, they don't make it. Who? Who don't make it? Raiders. The Raiders. Nah. Mm. No, Raiders don't no, make it. No. No. Not with. God damn, no, no. <laughs> I mean, if, if the Bengals are back, if the Bengals could play Atlanta every week, you know, and, and look like a Super Bowl contender, they're a real trouble. The Jets look good. The Dolphins, you know, they might get correct. And the Patriots are trending too. Mm. God. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough road for the Raiders. They don't make it. Wow. Okay. Uh, question from, well, not question, a comment, because Kyle doesn't ask questions. He just makes comments. Uh, what about the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins back? Where, where do we think about uh, the, the Cardinals right now? I think they're real. I, I think there's a real chance just because, you know, Seattle leads the NFC West with a four and three record. Uh, the Cardinals kind of just kind of waddled through the swamp there, try to stay right around 500 to get DeAndre Hopkins back. My concern with you know watching Arizona that first game with Hopkins I mean Kyler Murray went straight back to last year's tunnel vision he threw 29 passes 14 of them were to Hopkins 20 of he had 20 completions 10 of them were to Hopkins I don't know that that's a recipe for success a good defensive coordinator find a way to shut down Hopkins they go back to their very mediocre ways um but like I said do we trust the Rams no do we trust the Seahawks not really um so yeah I, I think there's a viable play that they can make the wild card just because the nfc is so damn weak yeah they absolutely could i'm still struggling to understand the san francisco 49ers yeah i have no idea what the fuck is going on with this team mind-boggling yeah it's 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 nuts uh now for uh some teams that are two and five that includes the jacksonville jaguars denver broncos cleveland browns uh pittsburgh steelers new orleans saints carolina panthers and uh, soon to be the chicago bears um your playoff hopes are done just want to tell you that it's over yeah you're you're fucked at two and five so yeah two and four four, the raiders are still in it but at two and five you're fucked what happened to the detroit lions highest scoring offense in the league where'd it go fucking goff Four did, did you, did you think that was sustainable? Did you think that was sustainable? Well, I, I, I granted, <laughs> you know all too well. I granted against two elite defenses, right? The Patriots and the Cowboys back-to-back, bi-week sandwich in between there. But holy shit, the last two games, they've offensively looked terrible. Yeah, they really have. Uh, worst quarterbacks, according to Next Gen, Rippin, Pickett, and then Goff. Man, I thought, I thought Rippin was slinging it yesterday. Still better than Russ. Hey, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. <laughs> Got some guys listening live right now. They're chiming in. They're giving their comments and uh, also posting their picks and then, you know, letting us know what they think about our picks. Uh, you can get access to the book club. All you got to go is to thedgens.net. You sign up now. You get three free days. And then after that is $25 a month. And, yeah, you can follow NASCAR. You can follow college football. You can follow NFL. Hey, Max Bet NFL 6-0 yesterday. That, incredible. Good work, guys. 
Yeah, I mean, well, finally, because, you know, you know, here's the thing, too, is is we don't hide from our bad picks either. Like we we post we post our bad picks and we, we you know, fade us, fade us if you want to. You can make money by fading us. Uh, you, but still, uh, we went six and zero yesterday as a combined group on the Max Bet NFL show. And you can get, see those picks and you can trail those picks if you want, you know, book it over to the book club. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's it. All right. Yeah. Monday Night Football. All right. Listen, uh, we've got the, the, the Chicago Bears in primetime. It's the fucking team we always wanted to see in primetime. Uh, big storyline here is which quarterback gets the start. Seems like it's going to be Mac Jones, right? He's eligible to play. Uh, the second question is, should he be the quarterback that gets the start? Jones has played in three games this season, so has Zappi. Uh, Jones is thrown for 786 yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions with a 66 completion percentage. Zappi has thrown for 596 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and a 72.9 completion percentage. Zappi uh, also uh, helped the Patriots win their last two games in blowout fashion. So, argument could be made for sticking with Zappi. But again, more than likely, Jones will play, which still gives the Patriots the better starting quarterback because Justin Fields is the epitome of the just kill me meme. This Bears team is absolute shit around him. Yet, yet, I think they have a chance to keep within eight points. (laughs) You know, other than that 17 point blowout this year, the Bears have lost by eight, six and five. This is the team that's for some fucking reason, as horrible as they are, the worst fucking team in football. Seems to just hang in there. And I really think that if Jones starts, he's going to give the ball up a couple of times. Keep this Bears team in it. I have no faith in betting them, but a solid lean, a big lean on the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think the only way you're betting the Bears, if you think they keep it within that eight or eight and a half points, New England, I really didn't like them coming into the season, but that defense has looked absolutely legit. Uh, They're getting good uh, production from the running game. And I don't know that it matters if it's Mac Jones or Zappi. I think it probably should be Zappi. Like, why would you bench the guy that's been red freaking high? But the way that defense is playing and the way that Chicago offense doesn't play, 
I think Chicago might struggle to get the 10 points. I think New England at least gets into the 20s, low 20s. Um, I know we bang on Justin Fields. Max has been banging on it since he got drafted, but damn it. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes could save this fucking Bears team. There's just no talent, no offensive line, no wide receivers. It's it's an absolute shit show. They should be tanking, but these guys are going to go out and try really, really hard. But I don't think it matters. New England's going to win this by the eight. I'm going to put 50 bucks on the Patriots. I'm going to lean New England minus the eight. What is it? Eight? Eight and a half? What is it? Oh, eight. Yeah, there you I go. Saw- yeah, eight. You yeah. got it. I'm going to lean New England that way. I'm not I'm not betting it. I, t- I just can't take an eight-point favorite in primetime. But I do think you're on the right side. I think you win. We should pump the brakes just a little bit on the Zappy talk, too. Let's look at the teams he beat, or at least played against, I should say. Packers, Lions, Browns. Three abysmal, horrible, stinky defenses that are just awful. Packers? Terrible. Packers, Packers defense is not terrible. What are you talking about? They're not good at all. They're not good what? at all. They're not the very Packers, good. The Packers defense is better this year than it was last year. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a step up from total shit to an average team. <laughs> oh, it's God. it's a below average defense. I don't know. I, 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 I think the Packers defense is, is, is better than average. I think that's, the Packers defense is better than average. Yeah, they're the, the top 10 defense. They're not. I don't think they're elite. But how many defenses outside of maybe New England and Dallas Anybody else who really feel like is elite? I I I, I can't. Green Bay is not elite. Oh, um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia's got a, a, a this year. Philadelphia's got an elite defense. Yeah, because they're playing an FCS schedule. For fuck's sake, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, Jesus, I'm just. Looking I like at- the I like the Chiefs defense too. I listen, you know, we, we had this conversation on Max Bet NFL yesterday. It's like the Chiefs bleed yards in the air mm-hmm. because, well, that's how their game scripted into it. Mm-hmm. When they're up by like fucking three touchdowns like they were yesterday, teams are just going to throw every single fucking play. So their their yards are going to look terrible. But that that Chiefs defense is actually pretty fucking good. They're pretty stout on points. Yeah. And it, it helps when you play a quarterback who has no pocket awareness in Jimmy G. He does. He has no yeah. idea what's going on back there. <laughs> I don't know why San Francisco was even throwing the ball because when I was watching, I mean, McCaffrey only had, I think, like eight carries, but Wilson was hitting the hole. When McCaffrey got the carries, he was hitting holes. Like they were running the ball effectively. And then they decided, oh, hey, we need to throw. But you can't kick field goals against the Chiefs and give up touchdowns. That's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's what it was. So Nard- Nardog has a question for you, Arch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's who did Jones play on his way to throwing two TDs and five interceptions? Uh, who did he play? Dolphins, yeah. Well, Steelers. You're t- you're listing defenses. Ravens. Be- defense is all better than the Packers. <laughs> all defense is better than the Packers. <laughs> Not the Lions. The Lions' best defense. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh Christ! What are we moving on to next? NBA. Yeah, Basketball. NBA. Panther loves the NBA today, right? Love it so much. Okay, well, I'm going to continue my Philly love because I'm going to talk about the Sixers. I have bet on them twice this season, and I have lost both times, which makes sense because they are 0-3 to start the year. Now, listen, as a Celtics fan, I can tell you it's too early to uh, to panic, right? You can, you can get back from this Philadelphia and possibly make it to the championship, so don't panic. But as a Celtics fan, I can also tell you it's not too early to fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> 
Uh, Pacers, listen, uh, they're, you know, uh, they're in the Victor uh, Wembenyama sweepstakes. We know that. Still, they've remained competitive. And they this, this Pacers team does have some talent. Pacers effective field goal percentage right next to Phillies. Three-point percentage so much better than Phillies. I'm going to take a flyer here. $5 money line bet on the Pacers. Ooh. Oh, God. I'm scared now because Max and I agree. I have, what have we seen out of this Philadelphia team that says, hey, we're going to give up 12 points? Nothing. It is, it is the starting five, really the starting two, because they don't have anything for a bench, and they're not getting shit out of P.J. Tucker, and they need way too much out of Tobias Harris to help Joel Embiid and James Harden. I just don't like this Sixer team. I think they win the game, but 12 points is way too many to eat, so I'm doing it too. Give me 10 bucks on the Indiana Pacers. On the spread. Plus the points. Yeah. He's taking the points. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, listen, you take the points, people. Take. I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't bet the spread here, but that payout is so fucking nice that I'll throw $5 on, on the Pacers because, again, what have the Sixers done this season that says that they can even win a game? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, kiss of death, NBA, here we go. Uh, is this our first one? Yep. It so. is. It is. First I'm scrolling. One. I don't see one. Yeah, I, I, I like the Pacers plus the 12. I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I like Max's play. Maybe sprinkle a little money line. Why the fuck not? Give me the Pacers plus 12 for 10 bucks. All right. Last one up for me. Denver, Portland. Uh, Denver opened up the season again. That shocking loss to the Jazz. Then they beat up the defending champs in Golden State. Let's get ready for a roller coaster ride from the Denver Nuggets this season, I bet. Uh, through the first few games, they are shooting lights out from the field. Uh, they're the second ineffective field goal percentage. Their three point shooting is absolutely stellar, but they're facing a Portland team that currently sits sixth in defensive efficiency and ninth in opponents' three, uh, three point field goal percentage. So uh, something's going to give today. You know, after beating the Lakers yesterday, Portland improved to 3 0 to start the season. Lillard looks locked in. He looks ready to go. Can he get this team to 4-0? I say, yes, he can. $5 money line bet on Portland. Such a tough game to call. I think one of the questions we had looking at Denver was you had not, not really new players, but they played for the better part of last season. No Jamal Murray, no more uh, Michael Porter Jr. Those guys are back, and they look like they've kind of got a nice little rhythm going. I did not expect much out of Portland, particularly with them dealing C.J. McCollum last year. But Josh Hart has been an absolute stud. Here's a guard that's getting double-digit rebounds. He had 13 rebounds his last game out. This is really helping Nurkic and, and the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I like the way Lillard is playing. I think Portland can get to 4-0. I just don't have enough confidence in either side here. So just a lean on Portland. Uh, Kiss of death averted. (laughs) I like the Trailblazers. (laughs) I like the Trailblazers plus the uh, five and a half, an awful lot. So lock it in. Trailblazers, 10 bucks. There we go. Those are my two. Panther, you've got one. Do you have anything else? One more game. We're going to look at the San Antonio Spurs going to Minnesota. Minnesota is one of those teams that I said I do like on paper, but I only like that starting five. Don't like their bench uh, at all, that second unit coming in. And if you look, if you go with the games I've been playing, I do believe I'm right because these guys are playing heavy, heavy minutes 
in the first unit. I think that catches up to him against a Spurs team that's a little deeper than I thought they were. Now we we think he's in they're in the Wimbiyama sweepstakes here, but they've been really competitive. They went into Indianapolis and won that game, shockingly. Um, so I think they give the Timberwolves all they can handle. I don't think they win, but 10 points, a little bit too many. I'm gonna take the Spurs plus the 10 points for ten dollars. Yeah, I totally agree. Lots of moral support here. I think uh, Minnesota should win this game, but uh, four, five points maybe. I, it's it's it was outside my my realm of betting a money line for the Spurs to uh, sneak a win, but I think they can keep it uh, closer than ten. So yeah, I'll lean on San Antonio. Yeah, I'll lean it with you. I just uh, I don't like it because I can totally envision them shitting the bed and losing by fifteen. Anything is possible in the NBA, I swear. <laughs> uh, those are the only two games I got. What do you got, Arch? I got one more here. We're going to scroll up just a little bit. Here we go. Raptors are playing the Heat. And uh, yeah, I can still get it. I like the Heat today to win. I think they can win. I think they can take care of business. Three and a half. I think they got that covered. Give me the Miami Heat minus three and a half for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean Toronto here. I got this really close. Miami, I, I have Miami getting the win by uh, just a bucket. Mm. So I, th- I think it's it's a little too close for me to like. So uh, I'll lean on Toronto. Few too many players missing here for this game for me to really get to a side. I think the, not necessarily pointing you guys out, but the high expectations of the Miami Heat need to be tempered a little bit. Um, I don't like the way they've come out of the gate. Victor Oladipo is going to be out. I think Duncan Robinson is going to be out. And uh, there might be one other player. Then on the Toronto side, Chris Boucher may actually miss several games. That gets uh, Precious Achuawa into the starting lineup. Um, just too many questions on both sides. I will lean Toronto with the points. All right. Uh, is the Heat the Packers, the Buccaneers, or the Raiders? Wouldn't your mind? As far as disappointments. I, uh, they're they're the right there with Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I think the expectations were extremely high, but much, I'm probably closer to Tampa Bay because I think they do have the talent to get it correct. They just come out of the gate really slow. That's all I had in the NBA, Max. If you want to put on your skates, got two games for hockey. Let's suck Pittsburgh and Edmonton. Uh, Penguins started the season off really strong. Uh, I had a terrible overtime loss to the Canadiens, but other than that, they've fired on all cylinders. Uh, Sidney Crosby's already kicked off things, got 10 points to start the season. Uh, Tristan Jerry, perfect 4-0. That overtime loss, of course, went to his backup, Casey DeSmith. As for Edmonton, uh, they've just not looked consistent at all. Uh, you know, Conor McDavid, he's doing his thing. We know he's going to. Um, he's got a, a good partner with uh, Leandra Saddle out there, but other than that, the, there's no support for those guys in the Edmonton offense right now. In the Jack Campbell era, that experiment has not looked good for Edmonton. I was getting a plus line here before. Am I still getting a plus line on plus the Plus 105. All right, $10 bet on Pittsburgh. You know, if you remember last year, if you guys listened to us last year, one of the things I was really paying attention to early in the NHL season was the U.S. teams going against the Canadian teams. The Canadians really were shit in the bed right out of the block. But it looks like all these – there's a ton of U.S. versus Canada teams this uh, this today, and most of them are in Canada. I swear, if this game was in Pittsburgh, I'd be all over it. But the fact that it's in Edmonton – I think maybe Edmonton can win it at home. I like Pittsburgh with the plus line, just not enough to bet it. A lean on the Penguins. Mm. All right, last one up, uh, Carolina, Vancouver. Uh, Carolina, they've lost two in a row. Continuing their road trip over in Vancouver. You mentioned it. <laughs> Another U.S. team candidate today. Uh, facing off a Canucks team that has yet to win a game all season, and I think that can continue today. 
Uh, Vancouver has given up 4.5 goals per game. That is good for third worst in the league. Now, there is some hope that that's going to get better. If you look at the advanced metrics, uh, Canucks limit high danger shots. Their PDO is incredibly low, which means they're getting some bad bounces out there as goals. Uh, There's a lot of lucky shots going in against them. Uh, Problem is, if they're, they're going up against such an aggressive team in Carolina, they lead the league in high danger shots. Carolina should break their losing streak. I think Vancouver extends their losing streak. Ten dollar bet on Carolina. I definitely like Carolina here, just being on the road and a little bit too chalky for me in this game. So just a lean on the Hurricanes. That's it for me, Panther. You betting anything else? One game. Let's take a look at the St. Louis Blues and Canada and take on Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg's not come out of the gates real strong. St. Louis looks really, really good early in the season. They're relatively healthy, and I think it's a value play at minus 115. So give me those American Blues for $10. Yeah, moral support. I'm going to lean St. Louis here with you. Uh, Yeah, Winnipeg's... uh when I bet on them, they seem to win. So uh, uh, I think they're off to a good start because I've won betting on them twice. So uh, I, I I don't know. I think the Blues should get it done today. I you know, This is a team that I was really, really high up on going into the season. They've started off 3-0 and to start the year. Uh, so, yeah, more support lean on St. Louis. That's it. That's us. That's all for the rink. All Woo. right. I have a bunch of questions to ask you in the book club about hockey today, Max. Uh, what kind of comments do we have? All right, listen. Um, okay, so uh, Nardos and great intro. Uh, <laughs> King Kyle asking, was it about me? Nardog saying, isn't everything? Yes. Uh, King Kyle uh, saying a, you know, the Cardinals thing. He's, uh, you know, that's what he was mentioning before. Cardinals is his pick for number two in the NFC right now. Iceberg saying Pats win, but doesn't know if, uh, you know, by 10. Uh, you know, Iceberg not agreeing with you on the Packers defense. Wow, you guys are, uh, there's all kinds of wrong thought out there today, guys. <laughs> they are bad, bad, B-A-D. Uh, we can discuss that another time. Uh, Ken Kyle, uh, at probably at the same exact time that I said the Philadelphia Eagles are in their discussion for uh, defense, he said the Eagles, of course he did, uh, saying that they played the same schedule as Dallas, more difficult if you look simply at offense. Hmm. Whatever. Uh, I I looked at the uh, the strength of schedule today, and you know Dallas had a harder strength of schedule than uh, the Eagles. I'm just saying. Uh, Nardog, of course, asking who did Jones play on his way to throwing two DDs, five interceptions. We answered that. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Kyle off with his head. I'm assuming that's Doc Rivers. <laughs> Iceberg taking the Pacers plus twelve. Uh, who's your daddy saying KOD on Pacers? Bold move. Uh, Iceberg, <laughs> Iceberg, Iceberg, Iceberg also taking Orlando plus seven and a half. He likes Portland, but no bet. And uh, King Kyle closing it out by saying Arch just said bidness, bidness, bidness. That's it. All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about Sunday's week seven NFL slate. We talked about how bad the Packers defense is. (laughs) Tough. I've got the microphone. (laughs) And we talked about the NBA and NHL. We have a little break until the World Series starts, Max. But that is it. That is it. Let us know anything about our picture. Because anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you'll set. Please highs, rate, and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Give me your stone cold lock of the day. Stone cold lock of the day. I will go with those Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh, Penguins. I like that. Arch. Give me the heat. I am heat. Minus the three and a half. Minus the three and a half. Oh, wow. Where do I feel? You know what? Fuck it. 
We'll take. We're just. We're just gonna take the KOD. It's the damn Sixers, right? Oof. He'll fuck something. One Might lose two. the game. One and two. Right. One and two. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here with the Penguins, the Heat, and the Pacers. You know, when he when he said it out loud, I get why he was laughing. We KOD on the Pacers just sounds way worse when you say it like that. At least uh, no one that, fucking uh, money line the Pacers like an idiot. That's right. <laughs> damn idiots. <laughs> All right, we're hanging out on Facebook or on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. Before we get out of here, over the weekend, ABM Scrappy and Henry K. Jorgensen joined the Degeneracy. So welcome, fellas. Glad you're here, and um, you guys can be like them and join the book club. Come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. I'm not a cultured man, but I believe it's Henrik. I was thinking it was Henry K. Jorgensen. I could be wrong. Henrik! (laughs) Welcome. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.